Welcome back. Crush a Lot Podcast presents 10-Minute Reviews. I'm your boy Cheese. As always, Sir Loveday here with me. Sir Loveday, how are you? I'm great. Ready to get this show on the road. Man, Let's I've been, get to it. I've been excited for this album when I presented it to you as an album I wanted you to really dive into because it's an interesting album. We're talking about Manic um, album Thonic. Uh, produced by the amazing Clever Schemes, uh, both from uh, Denver, Colorado, friends of the show. So hopefully they don't get mad at us if they listen to the preview. Um, <laughs> but it's an interesting album because it is nothing like anything you heard of in 2018 and maybe for quite some time. Is that good? Is that bad? Let's find out. Sir Loveday, what, what was your initial thoughts when you heard Phonic from Manic? It, it must have like be like what is this yeah there was definitely a, a good moment of confusion and what am i listening to um there was of course the first confusion of how do i pronounce this album title uh for those who don't know although we're saying thonic there's a couple of consonants before that th sound they're not being pronounced and so you look at it and you're just like uh do i say those what huh but once it turns it on, um, there was a sense of familiarity, um, you know, just that kind of understanding. We've both been very public and clear about our love for dark, uh, moody, uh, for those who are willing to cross the taboo lines. We've spent a lot of time constantly bringing up the Grave Diggers because we both very much enjoyed that particular project. So there was a sense of familiarity in that way. Um, but then when I really had to sit and dissect and dive into it and, you know, third listens and fourth listens and seventh listens, I began to really just wonder, am I too old for this? Because <laughs> this was starting to not have the effect that I thought it would. And it wasn't hitting me in the way I was expecting it to. Uh, it's it's a very, very interesting album. But I definitely started to wonder how much of my ears changed or how much is it just uh, a fair sense of disharmony that I felt like I was picking up between the artist, the rapper's timing and delivery over those particular beats. I felt like I was constantly trying to adjust my ear to match his flow and not get too bothered by where I felt like times where the flow and delivery just weren't you know, linking up and syncing with the production. Uh, but I really, really uh, appreciated the production. It was very much, it felt like I had been down this road before. And so I enjoyed those parts, but I still have some mixed feelings. Yeah, Definitely. I think when I first heard of one, listen, Clever Schemes, the production on this album is top notch, at least in my opinion. I think it's, it's, I would love to see an instrumental version of this album. Um, <laughs> I hold the, I think the production is 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 stellar. It's eerie. It's uncomfortable. It's it definitely there's some familiar some from some familiar tones like the song Abyss can easily be a black sheep song. You know, like uh, engine engine number nine kind of opening with the with the high bass. Um, so production-wise, I thought it was like one of the best produced albums. Um, there was so many sounds being concocted and mixed together to make this 
this atmosphere that's just, I don't, I'm sure it was designed to be uncomfortable. There was nothing, this is not a party album. This is an uncomfortable mm. album. Um, mm. Rooted in deep, dark imagery, uh, dark religious undertones, and Gravediggers is a good example, but even with Gravediggers, there was a lot of tongue-in-cheek um, approach to their music for it could be a little more palpable. Um, <laughs> there is none of that here. This is straight up, I'm going for it. Now, in terms of lyrical content, I think Manic is exactly that. Manic. It, it's all over the place. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think there was, there's nothing traditional about it. So I could easily see why people might be turned off or confused or delayed in if they like it or not. Because it's like you kind of want to go through this journey. But at certain times you just want to get off the ride. But you don't want to really get off the ride. Um, mm. So Manic, I think was just all over, over the place with his delivery and his content. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed the confusion. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I didn't know what was coming out next. Did it always rhyme? No. Did it, was, was it, did it always on beat? No. Was it like, could you have put that a little better? Absolutely. But for me, it worked because the whole album was just based on, this is not traditional. This is not your typical glossy, mumble rap nonsense this is just this is off kilt this is off road and when you do that it's just not gonna hit you the same way you're, you're used to it reminded me a lot of how RZA rhymed RZA was unpredictable and always off beat he didn't even mix his shit half the time and uh, and I loved him and I loved it and this is what it reminded me of a little necro in there that's some death rap stuff in there I loved it I, I absolutely loved it from the beginning to the end. And I'm not saying that because I, I know Clever Schemes or I know Manic because we had him on the podcast. I'm saying it because that's it, I still listen to it now. It's just an interesting listen because there's no other album like that right now on the market that's so daring, so ballsy, and just they just go into the repulsive parts of their minds. And that's what came out. And I didn't need it to be technical. I didn't need it to be... It wasn't supposed to be those things. And that's... For me, it's commendable because there's no way they're making money off this album. There's like absolutely no way because I don't see who's I don't see the niche for it. People like us maybe because that's it. But so I I loved it. I thought Manic was definitely all over the place. I loved it. I don't know if that was because he didn't because he had the skills and just doing it or he didn't have the skills. I don't care. I love that sound and I want to hear more and I want to hear. I wanted to even go further in. Um, and in, in really go gun ho and clever schemes. I thought, I really thought he showed some versatility um, in, in his production. This is like the drums were there, the drums were amazing. For me, it was, I think people should definitely check it out. And you may not like it, but I loved it. Um, saying that any tracks that stuck out in your mind that were like, this is hard because we had some good features, Ill Bill, uh, King Magnetic. Mm -hmm. Uh, even uh, Teddy, Teddy, in the in the last songs were in there. Any song that popped out, like either production or lyrically, like this is this is this is good. 
Um, honestly, I struggled to find anything that jumped out to me as a track. Uh, because for me, I had that same borderline moment, and then I fell off the other side. I was like, oh, this this could be, this could be. And then I was just like, no, this isn't working for me. This just isn't getting it. Yeah, you're, you're off. And I like other guys whose timing is off, who aren't always on beat. I'm like one of the biggest Doom fans on the planet. And he doesn't always stick to a clear timing and stay that, right on top of the that beat. That boy don't know records. timing for nothing. You know, he's... He's a, a monster and he'll stick to his timing, but he doesn't teach himself over the beat. But really was a jumper for me. The only record that I remember hearing during the during it and that I would look up to remind myself like, oh, what's the title of this? Was uh Teddy Joint. The last one. And, the last yep. And everything else, I was just like, no, this isn't for me. I enjoyed the production. Uh, but otherwise that was the only record that really jumped out. Made me go. Give it a number out of five. You know how we do. Five being that you must listen to it, must yep. own it. Four is like worth a stream. Three is like this is good. Some room for improvement. Two is like, man, this is pretty bad. They need to rework it. One's like avoid at all costs. Uh, where where are you at with it? Uh, for me, I, I have to go with the two. I found some places for it to be great, but there was so much that just really wasn't there for me. The timing on the rhymes, the the production didn't go far enough for me. I wasn't confused by the beats or had to think about them. I was like, oh, I know what this is. I I can handle this, and I, I wanted to go a little further. So for I me, absolutely think a you're a nutcase. I absolutely <laughs> think you're crazy. I I, I think this is a four. For me, it's an mm. easy four too. It's not even a confused four. It's an easy four. I love oh, the I, I love I love that it was chaotic and crazy. I love that the beats were were the way exactly the way I expected a sound like this. It was a lot of nuances. Uh, the drums are killer. And I thought Manic did a good job. Room for improvement? Absolutely. But for what I thought I was going to get, this crazy chaos, there's the, there's the doorbell. Um, I loved it. And I loved it mostly because no one else is doing something like this. Maybe maybe Death Grip. Maybe. Um, and that's even the stretch. Uh, those, are, those are our opinions for Love Day or Two. Uh, cheese of four uh, of course everyone's going to agree with me so uh, check us out in the next episode <laughs> subscribe like and share and all that good stuff and we'll catch you on the next uh, 10 minute review peace